Hello, and welcome to the Three for Thursday podcast with FMI.online. I'm your host, Ryan Spendelo, and today's three is the top three reasons why digital networking is important. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name's Ryan. It's lovely to be back again on our Three for Thursday podcast. And I'm really excited today. We have a fantastic guest uh, joining us. He's given up his time. Hello, Manish Advani. How are you today? Very good, Ryan. Thank you so much uh, for inviting me to be part of the show. Oh, it's absolutely our pleasure. Uh, we are, we're very honored to have a, a guest of your uh, experience and expertise give up their very valuable time for our listeners. And so with that in mind, uh, Manish, do you want to tell people a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure, I'd be more than happy to uh, share my background. So I am founder and CEO of a company named Mimo Potential. Mimo stands for Mindful Inside, Mindful Outside, and Potential refers to potential. I strongly believe if people are mindful inside uh, within their organization, um, they will be mindful outside, beyond the boundaries of the organization their customers, with their community, and when they are able to put this in practice, they will be able to achieve their full potential. I like that a lot, Manish. I, I, I didn't realize that Mimo um, stood for that, but yeah, I, I, I always like it when a name has a reason behind it. Uh, yes, it has a big reason, and I, this Mimo is something which is going to help organizations achieve another Mimo, which is minimum input and maximum outcome. <laughs> <laughs> And I believe everyone's looking for that in today's age. Uh, we, we want to maximize our outcomes. Awesome. And yeah, that, that um, as, a, as a, someone in the training industry and someone that's been in the training industry and, and education for basically my whole career, I appreciate that, you know, it's important that when we uh, facilitate workshops, when we create training content, when we create solutions, um, in the real world, they have to have a commercial outcome and a commercial output. Um, it's not just learning for learning's sake when we're delivering uh, workshops in companies and, and banks or, or organizations. Um, there has to be a, a very good commercial rationale for it. So, so Mimo makes a lot of sense to me. Today, what we're going to talk about, Manish, is, is something which uh, you've got a lot to say about and a lot of expertise about. Um, and it's something that's so relevant uh, while so many people are working from home and away from the office in these times. And, and the topic today is on uh, digital networking or virtual networking. Uh, so just before we ask you your top three benefits of virtual networking, can you just explain to us from your perspective, what do you mean by virtual networking? What is it exactly? Wow, it's a beautiful thing. And, uh, you know, I'm known as one of the storytellers of, uh, in India. And uh, I would like to share a story, my own experience of digital networking, first-hand experience. So I think sometime in 2018, uh, I was actually scheduled to visit Singapore. You know, and this was at the beginning of this time of the year. Actually, this time of the year, I was scheduled to oh, yeah. visit Singapore. And uh, the tickets were uh, enormously priced because it was around New Year. And... Yeah, the I was actually looking for a ticket, and the ticket which I was getting was almost hundred thousand rupees, which is about two thousand dollars. And from India to Singapore, if you know, it's not that; uh, it's only a three, three and a half hour journey. Yeah, and I was yeah. thinking, oh my gosh, I mean, there's a lot of cash. I mean, uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. So, but then I found a cheaper ticket, which was which involved going via Malaysia, and uh, that had a transit time of about fourteen hours in Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur, uh, Kuala Lumpur city in Malaysia. 
So while I was preparing for this trip, um, you know, I, I, I booked that ticket, but then I was thinking, what am I going to do 14 hours in Malaysia? I don't know anybody there. So I looked at a couple of places which are there in Malaysia. So one of them was, I think they have this um, tower. I'm not able to recollect the name. Is it, is it a Petronas Tower? Petronas Tower, that's correct. You got yeah. it right. So this tower was there. So I was thinking, you know, I've already been to Dubai. I've been to Chicago. I've seen Sears Tower in Chicago and I've seen uh, Burj Khalifa in Dubai. And this thing oh, wow, excited yeah. me. Nothing wrong with Petronas Tower. But, but since I've already been to multiple towers, it wasn't something that was exciting. And then there was something, there was another place which I could visit, which was Buta Caves. Um, okay, yeah. but, but then I realized I have to climb. Um, I mean, if I have to visit this place first, I mean, this place is about 30 to 45 minutes away from the airport. And second, I have to climb a lot of uh, steps to get on the top. And I felt, you know, yeah. if I'm going to Singapore, I'm going to be exhausted if I go and visit this place. And then, then there was another place which was that there was a palace of the king, uh, which, which I felt I could visit. But then as soon as I called there, I, I came to know that it's closed on a, on a particular day when I was visiting. I believe Fridays it, it's closed. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so then I was thinking, now what can I do? So the first, ex I mean, for the first time in my life, I, uh, you know, sent out a note on LinkedIn um, that, you know, I'm going to be in Malaysia on so-and-so day um, and I would like to meet some wonderful people during my visit. Um, yeah. So you won't believe within hours, I mean, you know, I <clears throat> started getting response from people uh, and I would love to meet you while you're in Malaysia my guest and when I ended up there the first person I met I mean you know he came with a bag in his hand and I was like oh my god looks like I made a big mistake by <laughs> posting it on social media now the other thing is I'll have to carry his bag all the way to India and to via Singapore and, and I was not scheduled to go back home in India I was in India I was actually scheduled to land in another city so yeah. So while I was actually thinking about this, when, when we got face to face with each other, the guy says, you know, my wife woke up at 5 a.m. in the morning and she made breakfast, lunch and dinner for you. You are our guest in India. You are not coming home. But we still practice the traditional Indian concept, which many Indians have forgotten. Uh, the concept is Atiti Deva Bhav, that anyone who <clears throat> is your guest in your country is as good as God and you should give him the God. Okay, yeah. but I, I was like, I was moved. I was absolutely moved. Yeah. I was speechless and, and I almost had tears, you know, in my eyes and I didn't expect this. Wow. So, so this was an amazing experience which I shared, which I, which I you know, which, uh, when I came back uh, to India after a week, I shared this experience of meeting this guy in Malaysia. Uh, his name was Sunil. Uh, so, so, and I shared this, I mean, you won't believe people from all parts of the world, from Tunisia to Bangladesh to Dubai to Lebanon. Yeah. I mean, I, there are some countries, I'm sorry, I didn't, I, I didn't even heard of those countries. Yeah. Ecuador and many other countries. Or some, I mean, there are so many countries across the world. And they are saying, yeah, yeah. if you happen to be in my city, I would be happy to host you either for breakfast, lunch or dinner. And they're opening this to anyone and everyone. So this is the power of uh, the digital platform, it's the power of digital networking and it's the power of sharing uh, your stories and experiences on digital that you can experience borderless world on this platform where there are yeah. no borders where you don't require any visa or, you know, imagine if, if there was a visa required to post something or, you know, if your content has to, uh, if you want to share your content with people of other country, you have to um, get a visa issued. I mean, I think the world's going to go crazy. 
But the digital is a platform which offers or gives you the experience of borderless world. It's a beautiful platform where you can network with pretty much anyone and everyone from across the world and learn so many yeah. different things and have amazing experiences. What a well, that, that, that's a fantastic story, Manish. And it really is the power of the internet, isn't it? So that we've got this borderless flow of information. Um, and, and with as many LinkedIn followers as you do, I'm not surprised that you're getting all these offers from people from around the globe. Uh, it sounds like you're sorted. When we are allowed to travel again, the next time you go overseas, you've got a few, a few meetings and a, a few networking events already, already booked in with these people from that, from that lovely story. That, that, that's a fantastic story. So if I was just going to summarize what virtual networking is in a, in a nutshell, it is using social media platforms such as LinkedIn to connect and form connections with people that you wouldn't necessarily be able to connect with otherwise. Would that be a fair description of virtual networking? I would say uh, there is, uh, I mean, you know, uh, more than connecting, there is a lot which virtual networking platform uh, offers to individuals. There are things which you can even learn without uh, networking with people. Yeah. That's the beauty yeah. of that's the beauty of virtual networking platform. There is there is still you can do a lot with these platforms without even connecting with people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I mean, platforms like LinkedIn. Now I'm in a situation on LinkedIn is that I cannot connect with people because I've reached the limit of thirty thousand connections. <laughs> There's a lot of connections, Manish. Um, I think I'm up to around seven hundred. So you're you've you've bet me by a country mile. So, so with that, I mean, so I'm in a situation that I cannot, I mean, network with the only way I can connect with new people is by removing the existing connections which I have. And do you do that? You can do that, yes. Do, do you do that? Do you go through your connections every now and then and say, actually, the relationship has moved on. I don't need to stay connected with this person. Disconnect from them so you are able to connect with people moving forward. Uh, see, one on few occasions, I had no choice except to do it uh, because, I mean, you know, if I have to connect with people who are more relevant for my business, that's the only choice I was left with. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, so, so what I did was I knew that, you know, these are certain countries when I'm not going to do any business. So, so I yeah. removed few people and who are not, uh, you know, relevant to my, uh, you know, domain of expertise, uh, which yeah. I mean, which I felt, I mean, I had to take and I apologize to them. I sent them a message. Sent a message to some of them that I'm sorry, but I am left with no choice uh, except to make I this guess, move. I, yeah, I guess that's important too. Just reaching out to them and explaining why you're doing this. Um, I'm I'm not on Facebook, but I know that pe I know people that are on Facebook, and when they get defriended on Facebook, that can often cause a lot of internal angst for them, um, particularly when it comes as a surprise. So I guess um, reaching out to people and explaining the situation helps soften that blow somewhat. I'm really keen to hear what, in your view, the three biggest advantages of virtual networking are. So, so what's your number one? I would say it's uh, advantages would differ from people to people, but for me, the first one would be creativity. Creativity. See, yes, I would never have got, I, I would never have got creativity as one of the big advantages of, of virtual networking. What, what do you mean by that? Uh, what I mean by that is, I mean, uh, virtual networking platforms are platforms where people actually are showcasing their creativity, whatever their creativity may be. I mean, creativity through the writing, through the uh, pictures which they post, 
or the travels which they had and many other things which they have done in their professional journey or personal life. So, so, so they present it creatively because I think uh, people like to, the main reason is to connect with uh, as many people as possible. So they try to be as creative in presenting whatever they're doing. So creativity is one thing because every different uh, person teaches you. Now I see, you know, many people, uh, they post on Twitter the, the 140 characters and they take a screenshot of Twitter and they share on LinkedIn. So there is some cross-pollination which is also happening. So to, to me, this is element of creativity. Yeah. Uh, was I doing this earlier? Answer is no. Have I done it? Answer is no. But will I, am I planning to do it in the future? Answer is yes. Uh, because I mean, I see people, uh, you know, getting good amount of traction. They see people also, the audience also likes uh, to read some of these. Books. Yeah. So, so, so creativity is all over. Um, <clears throat> on, I mean, one, one can pick up from the virtual platform. There's so much creativity, which is out there. That, that's right. Um, and so, so in this, uh, as we go down this route of connecting with people in that, on these virtual platforms. And so we've already talked about a couple. You've mentioned uh, LinkedIn. Well, I've mentioned LinkedIn. Uh, you've also mentioned Twitter. When it comes to virtual networking, uh, particularly from the perspective of, of creativity, what are the other platforms that you uh, also use in that virtual networking space? And are there any platforms that help you connect with people that are more creative than other platforms? Um, I would say, I mean, you know, every uh, platform offers different uh, level of creativity and then it all depends. The creative element depends on the people who are part of the platform or people you are connected with. True. You know, if you are connected with set of bunch of, uh, you know, uh, people who are left side thinkers who are very high on IQ and low on EQ, then there is very less creativity which your creative element which you will be able to see. But, yeah. but if you are connected with people who are high on EQ, I mean, one of the names which comes to my mind is Stephen Hayes. He's a, a renowned legend from Cirque du Soleil, a very dear friend of mine. Um, and, and, uh, and comes with, you know, very high level of creativity. So, so when you are connected, it depends who are you connected with on these platforms. So that, that, that will actually decide the amount of creative lessons you will yeah. get. Yeah. I, I can't think of too many more organizations with higher degrees of creativity than Cirque du Soleil. Um, so that's, a, that's an excellent example of connecting with someone or an excellent example <laughs> of, of someone with high levels of, of creativity. What, what other platforms do you use besides LinkedIn and Twitter for your virtual networking? Are there any more or are those the two primary ones? Techniques would be <clears throat> for networking. The biggest technique is that you know, uh, you one is that creativity I said, but then there is some something to do is having customized conversation with people. So, how you can have customized conversation with people is by profiling, uh, you know, doing some kind of profiling the way investigators do, right? I mean, everybody who's in, in the business of investigation, uh, when they are investigating a case, they do something called profiling. They go yeah. deeper into the profiles of individuals who are being investigated, um, who they are, where are they from, what are their lives, uh, where they want to go, uh, what they do, how they do, uh, why they do, and uh, certain things. So they do deep diving into individuals' profile. And yeah, and, and LinkedIn, <laughs> LinkedIn is really, really um, wonderful for that. Um, some people clearly have fantastic LinkedIn profiles, uh, and they have... Uh, their work experience written, um, but they also do it in a very clear and concise way. So you can see exactly what they've done, what their experience are, what their skills are. 
if I look at your um, LinkedIn profile, for example, if I was looking, if I was, if I was looking to profile you, Manish, um, I think that I'd do a pretty good job because um, you've got a really, really good LinkedIn profile there. Um, and, and I think a lot of people have used LinkedIn for profiling, um, whether it be to build their virtual network or whether it is for other reasons, uh, commercial reasons, um, sales pipelines uh, and, and what have you. So yeah, LinkedIn LinkedIn's is, is very good for that. Um, and, and, so, and it makes sense. I mean, this is my, um, I mean, you know, the yesterday I had conversation with one of the CXOs. It was through LinkedIn and how I established Connect was that she had sent me an invite yeah. um, on LinkedIn a while ago. And I, I said, you know, thanks for uh, sending the LinkedIn invite. And um, uh, you know, I went through your profile and this is what I found interesting. You, in your profile, you have mentioned how I help other people sail through ambiguous situations. So yeah. I said, I'm intrigued by the word ambiguous situation and I would like to know more about it, how you go about doing it. And uh, we got into an hour-long conversation on this in, in this in this context. Well, and when we had that conversation, I realized that there was so much uh, to learn from this uh, lady. Great example there. Great example. So, so Manish, your number one reason why virtual networking uh, is important is all to do with creativity and connecting with people um, and leveraging their create their creativity, I guess. So, um, what we're going to do, Manish, is that uh, we're, we're pretty much up for time in this part one of the podcast uh, on why virtual networking is important. Uh, it's been it's been really really wonderful hearing these first uh you know what virtual networking is uh your, your very good story to introduce virtual networking with the flights to malaysia and singapore and your number one uh reason why virtual networking is important creativity so hopefully what you'll do manish is, is come back and record part two for us because um like any good podcast series hopefully we leave people intrigued because uh we haven't even started to talk about what number two number three is so, Manish, will you agree to come back and tell us what your number two and number three is? Sure. That would be great. I would be more than happy to share uh, with you my thoughts on the second thing, uh, number two and number three. Awesome. Lovely. All right then, Manish. Well, that's it for this week's Three for Thursday podcast. Uh, top three reasons why virtual networking is important. Uh, Manish Advani, thank you very much for joining us. Um, and remember, everybody, thank you to all our listeners. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and rate our podcast and don't forget there are tons of free resources online at fmi.online uh, but for now my name is ryan spindelow and i'll see you next thursday <laughs>